Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 39. I am your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are Locksmiths, Peter Eichmann. What's up? And the return of the Beard-in-Chief, Casey Lynch. What's up? Hey, man. You were gone for like two weeks. How you been? I've been good. <clears throat> been busy. A lot going on. Great. Good to hear. It's uh, starting to wind down, though. I mean, we are nearly upon our big holiday break. And by big, I mean, what, we get like a week or something. It's a week off. Yeah. That's right. But it's, it's, all, it's all smoke and mirrors because <laughs> yeah, exactly. to the outside <laughs> world, it will be like we're still here. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on in the back end from our home computers, from our portable mobile devices. Yeah, no kidding. There's a lot, lot of random publishing along those lines. There's a lot going on in your back end, is what you're saying? <laughs> That's weird. There's Peter. a lot going on in the back end. It's a lot. You it's don't a- see it, but... It's- <laughs> <laughs> so much activity. You're going to have to take my word for it. Kind it's a of lot a of activity. Confession. So what, what, are, what are we talking about here today, Stephen? Uh, let's talk about um, holiday gaming, guys. I mean, we're going to have a week off. How are we going to spend Man. it? What are we going to play? I am slowly cutting down my to-do list play pile. Excellent. Um, I think I'm moving on to next. I don't even know. Uh, Non-Xboxly, I've been catching up on Uncharted. So I should oh, cool. probably finish that. But we don't need to talk about that. Uh, I want to finally beat <laughs> Assassin's Creed because I'm like three quarters of the way through and just kind of walked away. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know. Man, it's just how this daunting stack of games looking at me. Yeah, I I'm the same way. I mean, my my pile hasn't gotten any smaller. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, this uh, break I'm probably going to spend doing a lot of Skyrim, a yeah. lot of uh, Saints Row. Still love that game. Absolutely. Um, and also a little bit on the non-Xbox side, I'm going to try to finally finish Uncharted. I've been about halfway through that for like three weeks now. Yeah. And haven't touched it since. Um, and uh, Skyward Sword, I'm really enjoying. Yeah. So I might uh, I might spend some time with that one. I need I'm to a big too. Zelda guy, so. I had uh, played it for about just the through the main opening bit where the clouds finally open up and you're off to your first world. Right. That's right. how far I made it. Awesome. But it's finally starting to pick up, so I'm looking forward to getting into more. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot so far. Mr. Lynch, how about you? Uh, definitely Skyward Sword. Um, I'm kind of in the tutorial still, which is admittedly sort of yeah. slow and drags. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting out of that, but it just takes the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also been playing The Old Republic, and Ooh. that's one of those games that sort of... I, and I'm I'm pretty early in. I'm only about five levels in. Um but it's that's just a game that you could play forever. So no, I think I'm pretending that doesn't exist, so I don't start. <laughs> so jealous. And I want to play that game so bad. I, I played the beta and I loved good. it. Yeah, had a great time in the beta. But now it's now it's go time. I got to get that game. I know I'm not I'm not a big MMO guy, but from every everything everyone's playing or talking about it, it seems like you can do yeah. it like by yourself when you need to play with a group if you want to. And just really story heavy. Yeah, so I'm, nice. I, I'm not a big MMO guy either. I did I did uh, World of Warcraft, you know, back when everyone was doing World of Warcraft. But I am a huge Bioware and a huge Star Wars guy. So it's like somebody made this game for me, <laughs> and that somebody was Bioware, and I still don't have it. Sorry, guys. Oh, my bad. The, I'm, I'm letting Bioware down by not playing that game. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a, it's a winning combination. Obviously, Bioware has a strong Star Wars pedigree with Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, Mass Effect, for all intents and purposes, for anybody that played KOTOR, is sort of an improved version of Knights of the Old Republic. No, sure. Um, you know, just set in a different universe. So uh, I'm having a really good time with it. The other one um, I still need to finish is Batman. I haven't beaten that yet. That's oh, what yeah. I got to go to. Batman. Um, 
So, and then I, I, I'm probably, I, I have this group of games that I'm probably about two or three hours into, like Rage. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to Dead Island. I just couldn't get into rummaging through the luggage. It just, <laughs> it's so much luggage <laughs> such, on that island. It was such a buzzkill. And <laughs> That's true. Like these European vacationers, they just bring the darndest stuff with them. They just, let me just say, they were not prepared for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> All right. The stuff that's in these suitcases. Um, but you know, and then there's smaller games too, like um, like the new, the new Driver game. I want to play that. Yeah, yeah that's one that um, yeah. the same thing that went into the black hole around my wedding. Like stuff that came out right around then, I just lost track of and never right. got into. Dead Island is the same. Deus Ex yeah. is a big one for you too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that's you the one need, I'm like I'm like two hours into. Oh gosh, yeah. I finally put it in and started. That's the thing. Like now that we're talking about it, it starts coming <laughs> up. Like oh wait, what about what about what about? No, you oh, sh- you absolutely need to play Deus Ex. Deus Ex right. is <clears throat> that's on my my shortlist for game yeah. of the year it's it's such a good game i had such a great time it was funny when um uh arthur was still here arthur geese uh he did the review and uh-huh. um i had just started and so we were both playing it in tandem and he was playing as a pacifist character uh, mm-hmm. And he was trying to get through the entire game without killing anyone to get the achievement and also just to do it. Little did he know that if you kill the person in the tutorial, <laughs> it disqualifies you from getting the achievement. Spoiler. Oh, but uh, then I played as the complete opposite. And I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Like, yeah. His, like the Honey Badger character. But um, <laughs> like at my Adam Jensen just didn't give a shit. But give it shit. But man, I had such a good time with Deus Ex. From the get go, like it's so polished. So like the tone is so spot on. Everything about it feels very well put together. The way that it's lit Mm -hmm. and the music reminds me of the first time I played Mass Effect. Oh yes. So that's right there is a is a winner for me because I I need to. Yeah, I got to get back into Deus Ex. It's been a long time. I I never finished it. Um, I got a decent amount of the way through the campaign um kind of avoided the side quests but i really need to pick that um that one up too yeah yeah the side quests are a little bit of a bummer because the way that the game's set up it it sort of plays itself off a little bit like an open world game but yeah uh, if you don't finish particular side quests in order or rather um in time before you move on to new uh-huh. sections you lose access to them so that's kind yeah. of well damn kind of lame but uh it's still a fantastic game it's funny yeah. to think about um all these great games that came out at other times during the year. Like, like, did you guys uh, finish Dead Space 2 and Portal mm-hmm. 2? And- Portal 2 is on my short list, yeah. game of the year. Like, looking Good. back, like, even eclipsing everything that came out this fall and overwhelmed us all, like, Portal 2, I look back and yeah. had such a great time with that. The, the, that's probably one of my all-time favorite endings. I, a couple weeks ago, somebody, somebody asked a, a question about our careful. favorite endings. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to say that's anything about what it was. Yeah. But Portal 2's ending was Great brilliant. Ending. Yeah, brilliant sure. ending. Um, did you guys uh, play and finish Dead Space 2? Yeah. That was, I loved it while I was doing it, but as soon as I finished it, it became forgettable to me. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe I need to play it again. Like, I really had a great time. I loved the game. It was very well done. But for some reason, like, weeks passed, and I was like, oh, yeah, Dead Space 2. Even in, like, February, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm I'm almost done with Dead Space 2. Like, I'm I'm kind of closing in on the home stretch but that was one that i played on pc so yeah. it it was just kind of always there i you know i'm i'm the kind of guy nothing against pc gaming i love playing games on the pc i have a blast doing it but when it's something that i get on the pc to play i it doesn't really hold my attention the way that a console game does there's yeah. something about just being able to sit down on your couch 
and you know just and zone out with the game. On the console, you have like a case staring at you, reminding yeah. you to play it. A computer, like that shortcut to play the game, is just buried on your desktop somewhere. Right. Plus, yeah, and there's so much other crap to do on a on a PC yeah. as well. Like, oh, I can go dick around on <laughs> on Twitter, or Facebook, or you know, read this magazine. Or, <laughs> I really check hated out the, news. the final. Without saying what anything about it, I hated the final boss in Dead Space Two. Thought it the, went against the final boss or the, the final boss. Okay, no spoilers. Thought it was guys. cheap and frustrating and unlike the rest of the game. You're not talking about Nemesis though. <laughs> wait, no. what? Never mind. Ne- <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh, you wait. What? After that, bit. what? Re three? I don't huh? even know. What you know, a game I love that's about? not going to win necessarily any awards, but had a lot of fun with <laughs> Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm was a lot of. I fun. had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that was one of those like real kind of bro bra, and they they went a little overboard with the oh, dialogue. Totally. It's so over the top. <laughs> That's part part of what it made it fun. I thought, but the game itself was a blast. Like mm-hmm. I had a, had a really good time with it. I like I the mechanics of like chaining together high scores in an otherwise straight yeah. shooter. Yeah, and it, it it was challenging. Like it added mm-hmm. a real challenge element. To, like I I can't think of another game where I actively tried to shoot somebody in the ass <laughs> and like get pissed <laughs> off when I couldn't. Yeah. Like, it's well, kind of thing. Why, why aren't you? Why? Why didn't that bullet register? Why didn't I get credit for shooting this guy square in the ass? Wasn't close enough to the center of the ass. I guess not. It was the kind of thing too, though, where like you could be like, "Oh man," but all the kills just end up being the same. But it's kind of your own fault because you're not being creative with it anymore. Yeah. Like you had to pick up really interesting ways to kill everybody. Um, I like that. I don't know. I'd like to see a sequel, but I know it didn't do that well. It did well, well enough. We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't think we've heard the last of Bulletstorm. No. There, there could be. I'm not really sure what necessarily would be in the works for it. Yeah, but um, you know that 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 team up of Epic and People Can Fly. I mean, they're two awesome studios. Yeah. So I think that's a collaboration that we're going to see again. I agree because you know they both pretty much kick ass. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of such things and games of the year and whatnot, um, our game of the year results are out. Yeah. And platforms. Uh, yep. Platforms. Uh, not not the overall that comes in uh, January seventeenth January seventeenth Tuesday January seventeenth correct yeah. yep all will be revealed the overalls dun, dun, dun. so it's going to be this guy in overalls basically <laughs> with like trophies or something amazing yeah. I, I like that I like the sound of that and I can't wait um, but yeah the uh, our game of the year for uh, the Xbox three hundred and sixty channel was Skyrim Skyrim and you know there was some debate about it you know there I mean obviously there are a ton of great games. Uh, there was, you know, Portal 2 and Batman, obviously, were hugely in contest, you know, being contested yep. to be uh, Game of the Year. Uh, in the end, though, it was Skyrim. And, Casey, you uh, you, you uh, disagree that Skyrim should be Game of the Year. Well, uh, you disagree overall. We, I mean, we've, well, been, overall, we've been talking about um, the selection process and mm-hmm. criteria to be considered for the overall Game of the Year. And I'm not talking about platforms. Right. Um but, it, you know, and this is an ongoing conversation and one that takes an incredible amount of time and is done in meetings and emails and phone calls and smoke signals and whatnot. Um, but sort of the ongoing dialogue around Skyrim is we just have a hard time with it because in its current state, it's semi-unplayable for people who are playing the game on PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically what's happened mm-hmm. is... a. a, a an unspecified number of PS3 owners have reported incredible amounts of slowdown, dropped frame rate, and essentially um, the game not being able to be played, not only in its sort of 
um, native, normal state, but it just, for some people, they can't even play it at all. Now, on the flip side, there's plenty of people who we've talked to and we've heard reports from mm-hmm. um, via polls and Twitter and whatnot that have had great experiences on PS3. Yeah. The problem is, is when you're looking at a game overall um, and it's shipped cross-platform and if for one section of that audience it doesn't work, it just it's really troubling to, to say, yeah, we're going to say that this was the game of the year, but a third of the audience may not be able to play it. Yeah, and I mean that that is extremely rough. And I, you know, personally I was uh one of the people who championed Skyrim for being the uh 360 game of the year just because just based solely on the experience that I've had with the mm-hmm. game on the 360, like it I have never had any instances of, you know, problematic bugs. I mean, sure I've ran into like, you know, the the odd thing here and there. But, you know, that's to be expected with a lot of open-world games. It certainly was the case for GTA 4, and it was the case with Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of stability, though, I'd have to say that I found Skyrim on the 360 to be, you know, hands down a lot more stable than Oblivion, a lot more stable than, you know, Fallout, certainly more stable than New Vegas. I mean, that, that game on the on the 360 had a lot of issues. But, you know, that, that was a uh, uh, Obsidian game, not a... Uh, Bethesda game. Yeah. But, I mean, I think there is definitely an evolution in place when it comes to Bethesda's games. And uh, I really feel that, that Skyrim is definitely a step in that direction. I mean, it's, it's, it, to me, it at least felt more stable. Pete, you've... Yeah, I mean, I put thir- over 30 hours into it. Mm-hmm. And the only... I think I mentioned it on a podcast before. The only thing odd that's happened to me was that I got that giant thing where the, you blast way up into the sky after getting clubbed. Yeah. That's the only problem I've had with the whole thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been stable, and I definitely agree that, you know, well worth the award on Xbox, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, that being said, I, I totally understand the, uh, the the PS3 problems, and I think that's, you know, that's rough. And yeah. And it, it just sounds, I don't know where the ball was dropped um, on Bethesda or, or Sony's end. Um, it, it looks like they weren't able to, <coughs> it looks like they didn't really, th- there were certain bottlenecks in place at on the on the PS3's architecture that that weren't really considered. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's nothing against the way that the the PS3 streams games or yeah. or runs games at all. Just, you know, it it's different and it wasn't quite what Bethesda was expecting when they were coding Skyrim and uh it turned out to be a huge problem. Like a really big problem and hopefully something that they address soon because, you know, like you said, this is a third of the audience who can't play this game for whatever reason and it's it sucks yeah and they they shouldn't have to you know everyone drops their 60 bucks across the board and want to and they want to play this game and if they're not getting the full experience that they you know are entitled to for their 60 bucks then there's there's some serious shit going on yeah and and to be clear again you know we're not saying that every single person that buys a copy on ps3 is is experiencing these problems. And that's part of the issue here that makes it difficult is because it's not across the board um, and it's been, you know, we can't even say it's 50-50 because we've, we ran a poll, for instance, Mm -hmm. um, after the first issues had been reported and we started seeing actual real big activity happening on the forums, both uh, on IGN and then also on the Bethesda Skyrim forums. Um, And we had over 22,000 people in our polls report that they had experienced uh, these types of issues. Now, it's completely unscientific, and anybody could 
you know, check anything that they want. So we can't necessarily go by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all things considered, 22,000 people uh, compared to however mil- many millions of copies they say that they've sold – um, maybe you know a drop in the bucket per se, but that's mm-hmm. still a, a pretty big population. We specifically weren't reporting on it because we hadn't encountered it here in the office. Uh, now, granted, we only had one person that had been playing on the PS3, and they had played up to about 25 hours, and they experienced a little bit of the symptoms, but nothing that was really game-affecting. Until now, we talked with one of our database girls who happened to be playing it on PS3. So if two people in the office who were playing it on PS3, mm-hmm. one experienced light symptoms. Uh, this other um, uh, gal, Megan Sullivan, who actually used to be on Girl Fight, uh, many of you may know who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- she wa- She is about, I think, 70 or 80 hours into it. And her game save, in, in many respects, is borked. And so we oh, yeah. actually took video from hers. And um, and we actually put that into uh, – well, we ran it as an article with an update to say, hey, we've been able to reproduce these issues. And we also uh, updated the PlayStation 3 review to make note of it. Um, and we're looking at doing a couple other things uh, with that stuff. But so all of that said, I mean the goal here is for us to be fair. Like what we don't want to do is, you know, in light of something that is potentially widespread and sweeping, we don't want to just say, oh, yeah – Developer A, whoever it is, like take Bethesda out of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's totally cool that you released this awesome game and it runs great on this platform, but you also released the same day on another platform and it's totally screwed. Yeah. So t- you get a pass. It's totally cool. Um, no problem. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the position that we're in and, and what we're trying to weigh. So it's tough. So listeners, deciding game of the year is a tough proposition. <laughs> it really is. All right? So. It's also just been an awesome year. Yeah. Well, that too. I mean, there's tons tons of great games to choose from. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Good year. 2011 was a pretty kick-ass year. But uh, let's look ahead. Um, Oh, man. Let's look at 2012. What are you guys looking forward to in the new year? Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah. Good call. Definitely. Casey? Uh, Yeah, Mass Effect. Uh, Bioshock. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I would say my heart belongs to Halo. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm, I'm. I've always been a Halo guy, and I'm really excited for Halo Four. Yeah. I don't know what direction the uh, the single player story will go, so that'll be interested to mm-hmm. interesting to see unfold. But I really am looking forward to a new take on the the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that it's going to sort of branch out from what has already sort of been pre-established with Reach, and um, I would love to see a return to the um, sort of the aesthetics and the gameplay from Halo 2 and Halo 3. Oh, it's yeah. just me, but um, I'm, uh, I love 343, and so I'm very excited to see what they have up their sleeves. So with. you're saying Halo 2 Anniversary Collection. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. I know, I know. Yeah, this, this Halo, it's going to be a new beast. I mean, this is the start of a brand new arc for them. Yeah. Yeah, like, they've, they've already gone on record to say it's a brand new trilogy. Yeah. The Reclaimer trilogy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's in new hands. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the Halo anniversary, I know that 343, you know, they uh, developed that in, uh, in conjunction with um, Certain Affinity and uh, with Saber. Yeah. Uh, but Saber did the uh, the engine. Yeah. But, I mean, still, it's, it's essentially a remake of Halo. So, yeah. this is when we're really going to see kind of, you know, it's their chance to show us what they got. Yeah, and what they're going to do with it. And I, I have all the faith in the world in them, so I'm, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I think it's going to be real awesome. Yeah. 
I don't know. It should be a good year, but some stuff keeps like sneaking off the radar. Like, uh, well, not really off the radar, but like Max Payne too looks pretty great. I'm three? curious to see where it goes. Max Payne three. Max I meant Payne also. Three. Yeah, <laughs> Max <laughs> Payne also. Yeah, Max Payne two. You know, Max Payne also three. Max um, Payne two anniversary edition. Yeah. And that, that one's not off the <laughs> radar. Yeah, that, right. one's, that one's coming out um, real soon here. Yeah. That's there's true. A, there's a bunch of games that are coming out between January and April. I mean, oh, goodness. Man. Diablo three. No. Boy. Have you, did you hear something today I didn't hear? No. <laughs> um, but I mean, we can hope. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Um, Soul Calibur 5 is uh, January 29th, I think. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy 13. Two. Yeah, See, um, I'm actually. Not that I really care about that I've one, missed, but a lot yeah, of people do. Several of those. I, I liked Final Fantasy. I'm curious. 13, so. This one, I've read some of the previews. <laughs> um, heard, Two. you know, the trailers of 13 2. I'm Too many actually, bridges. Might, might go back. <laughs> I might go back. Um. But and then there's a bunch of sort of uh, mid-level games, um, which we didn't see quite as many of in 2011. But I mean, there's, I mean, binary domain inversion. Uh, are, are, can you honestly say you're excited for them? I'm not. I'm just saying that they're coming. So <laughs> they exist. My point though is binary domain. I mean, is we're yeah. we're looking at um, for us here at IGM, we're looking at our review schedule for next year, and we're already seeing just a huge uh, pack of games that are coming out in that. Um, first quarter, which we normally don't see. So yeah, I mean they're they're spreading it out. It used to just be fall was the the crazy season, but now it seems like yeah, there's we're a lot getting Q one. Yeah, we're getting a lot of Q one pockets here and there, and uh, summer now. I mean, there's a lot of big games that come out every summer. Yep. Nowadays, like Deus Ex was a huge summer game. Yep. It's crazy. But I am uh, looking forward to Ninja Gaiden three. Um, Are you? Well, yeah, I mean, you you actually played <laughs> yeah. it, and you didn't have the greatest things to say about it in the preview. I, I haven't played it, so I don't okay. know. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, one, obviously, but two, I just found really fun, even though people just, like, dogged on that to know it. I know it was goofy and stupid, but I just had a, a ton of fun with it. So. But yeah, that's my problem, though. I mean, if those are the elements that you love in Ninja Gaiden, mm-hmm. you might be disappointed with three well, that, because yeah. they're completely changing. I mean, reading your preview, it sounded very canned. It sounded very grounded in sort of the real <clears> world. <throat> there weren't giant wolves to slay with scythes <laughs> and, you know, and the the cursed spider clan and just all sorts of craziness. And I loved yeah. that about um, especially the second one. The second one was so bonkers. And yeah, like crazy shit, right? Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. awesome. The UN doesn't often deal with crazy, <laughs> demonic, possessed animals, so well, they're like, they can be tamed. Dragon skeletons. There's some real problems here. Because yeah. that makes for a much funner game. So, much more fun. <laughs> um, but then you also have all of these other games, too. Like, there's uh, Ghost Recon we haven't heard much about. I mean, yeah. it's been such a long time since Gra 2, which a lot of people, including myself, were underwhelmed by. Yeah. Um, but there's a new Rainbow Six coming out i don't think that'll probably be 2012 i bet that'll be 2013 you think so it'd be super late if it's gonna be next year man hmm. I, I don't know we'll see but then there's also spec, uh, ops. spec ops the line which is you know that the sounds line. super generic let's not do that again <laughs> yeah sorry. super generic but i mean it is 2k so and the, i mean I, I liked it when i played it i'm very curious to see more yeah so i mean it, it sounded cool from your uh, your previous yeah it's actually doing something kind of compelling with the story so yeah. we'll see now last night and this is a total segue it's not on our agenda at all sorry but remember <laughs> we were watching it's always sunny in philadelphia and we were talking about how innovative games were in 2011 and the list of games that we felt like uh were really heavy achievers mm-hmm. were so derivative though i mean yeah the games that we enjoyed were also and mostly all games that were based on 
other games, whether they be sequels or um, tie-ins. I mean, everything had right. either a three at the end of it, or yeah. you know, it was Dark Souls to Demon Souls, or it was Uncharted three to so on and so forth. Batman, yeah. Arkham City to Arkham Asylum. I think that one of the only games that we came up with that we felt like was totally new and original was Catherine. Yep. So, what what are are there any games in 2012 that stand out right now to any of you guys that? <laughs> Are that next Catherine, uh, and not you know a game about a dude holding a pillow and having goat, you know, uh, <laughs> horns and trying to decide between a hot blonde and a hot. It wasn't brunette. goat. It was uh, ram horns. It was ram horns. Oh, sorry, yes. my bad. That changes the, the whole sheep motif. But what are, what 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 games are coming down the pike that look like they're going to really change the way that we look at the medium and and challenge us? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, as far as something that really like. Did so made some huge steps like L.A. Noir. Te- technically, was amazing what they did there. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see anything like that happen again. If even if GTA Five ends up coming out next year, doubtful. Doubtful. Um, but that's just again going to be another one based on past things that we've all seen before. Right. So I don't know. And Catherine kind of snuck up on everyone too a little bit. I don't think mm-hmm. you know a few weeks, even a few months before it came <clears> out, um, anybody was expecting it to do anything like that. So I don't know, but there's definitely going to be less sequels. I, you know, very few fours outside of Halo if that does come out next year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know technically what what it's going to be. What's going to surprise us? I think that there are there is still you know blood to be squeezed from the stone. I guess if that's the right analogy to use um, <laughs> from a lot of these existing franchises. You look at a game like Bioshock Infinite mm-hmm. and just what they're doing with that overall gameplay. I mean, okay, it says Bioshock in the title. But it's different. You're not going to be in Rapture anymore. And the idea that of you know using the sky and you know mixing that in with first-person shooter gameplay, uh, the relationship that you have with the the, the female character—I mm-hmm. can't remember her name—but um, you know, just it it, the, it it seems to be another leaps and bounds experience. Kind of the same way that um, Bioshock was over, you know, the the System Shock games. I mean, it, it seems to be that kind of transition. Like, it doesn't feel to me like it's going to be Bioshock, yeah. necessarily. Yeah, it's I definitely mean, doing a good job to shake up the name and the standards we've come to expect from 1 and 2. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, I, I don't know, Casey. Is there anything in 2012? I mean, Xbox 360 notwithstanding, like, on any platform. Yeah. Like, is there is there anything that, that sticks out to you like that? I mean, not necessarily like that. So, um, I mean, there's games that stick out that have uniqueness about them like Nino Cooney or even uh Black Knight Sword. Yeah. I, I can't think of a game that has the same sort of presentation style as Black Knight Sword. Right. But, you know, I mean it's it's still sort of going from left to right and hacking and <laughs> platforming and whatnot. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It was just an idea. No, it's Listen an interesting to thought. Tell us what you think in the comments. Uh what what are some games that are coming out in two thousand twelve that that's gonna like blow all of our minds. So Yeah. Let us know. And there's certainly room for that. I mean, you know, as we're 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 it seems that we're winding down on this console generation, so it's yeah. safe to assume that a lot of these developers and you know publishers really know what they're doing with the hardware. I mean, not what we were just talking about with Bethesda and the PS3. <laughs> Outside of that. yeah. Uh, other than that, <laughs> it seems that you know they really know what they're doing with with modern hardware, and I think we're going to see some. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think we're going to see some great stuff coming out of coming out of uh, the PS3 and the 360 this year. I agree, and uh, time will tell which ones are truly you know ahead of the pack. 
That's uh, game of the year. 2012. 2012. Jeez. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but one game next year that is on my radar that I uh, have that I saw recently that I'm going to be a huge fan of, and I think it it looks pretty awesome, is uh, the new Alan Wake. Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Absolutely. Super impressive that yeah. they've distilled an entire retail game down into a downloadable experience. It doesn't look like it even loses anything. I think we've talked about it in the past a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. Alan Wake's not that long of a game. Um, so it's not crazy to think that something of that size and scope could be put onto the, the downloadable marketplace. But yeah. the tech behind it does make it impressive. And uh, even even a little more than that. Yeah. I mean, the original Alan Wake was an awesome game. Super cinematic. Um, terrifying. Like, it was a really scary game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. And uh, I, I really got into the story. I got into the environments. I got into the, the gameplay mechanics. Um, I, I just really liked it a lot. And this one seems to be doing something different. Um, they're going to a new setting. It's a lot brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, the you know, the, the colors aren't quite so, you know, gray and blue and black, which was, you know, the prime motif that they had in, in the original Alan Wake game. Um, it's a lot more colorful. And it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. It's done done in, you know, the, the vein of the, uh, uh, of, of the, the Night Springs TV show. Yeah. That you know, kind of, kind of was like a, a a meta story within within the original Alan Wake game. Yeah, you'd find all the TVs playing different bits of the show. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, and and even outside of that, there's a completely separate mode. There's an arcade mode to go along with the uh, the the single player story, or the the I guess the the, the story campaign mode. Yeah, I mean, I I think the whole experience is going to be single player. I think. Um, yeah, the, so, yeah, 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 yeah. The the fight till dawn mode is basically like a a, a a horde mode almost, where it's you versus you know legions of taken, trying to get you know as high a score you can in a in a set amount of time. I think it's about ten minutes, and uh, yeah, you just have to use whatever weapons you can find within the map and take them all out as they're attacking. You dodge their attacks so you don't end up getting killed, and uh, yeah, it it it's a lot of fun. Is there a big head mode? Is there a big head mode? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't believe so. I Time will tell, though. I it could it's, be. it's dead to me, then. <laughs> Everything needs a big head mode. <laughs> Damn. I'm kind of curious, too. If this is definitely XBLA. Um, I wonder if this is going to shift the landscape of the max limits of download size. Because as far as I know, technically, it still can only be two gigs in a and game. We'll see. I mean... I mean, two gigs is a lot. You can, yeah. if you know your engine and know how to optimize it for, you know, what you're playing it on, it's possible. But I'm curious, like, because Crisis obviously went to games on demand because yeah. um, it was huge. Right. Um, this has got to be bordering up against that limit, and I don't think it's like a, a hard rule. I think it's literally a technical limit as to what works through XBLA. Right. I mean, we'll see, and I, I don't anticipate it being a huge problem. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, at, in terms of, you know, the, the technical possibilities, I think that this is a big game for Microsoft. Um, this is a big game for Xbox Live Arcade, and they're not going to take it lightly. So if there's some change that needs to happen within their architecture to make sure that as many people as possible can download this game, I think they'll find a way yeah. to, to make that work. Um, and also, you know, Everyone these days, no no one is still rocking the the twenty gigabyte hard drive. And if you are, you... <laughs> I was till like a month ago. Dead <laughs> oh my serious, gosh, really? Jesus. Dead serious. Wow, <laughs> wow. Well, if you are, you really shouldn't be. Do yeah. do what you can. It to helps get a new upgrade. Hard drive. Not only to install your games so they run a little smoother, but yeah, yeah. Peace of mind. 
and yeah, and for. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, the the precedent even of size isn't. Uh, we can't just go by crisis. I mean, there's full retail yeah. games yeah, yeah. on games on demand. I mean, you can. You know, speaking of Bulletstorm, you can buy that. You can buy uh, Gears. La Noire buy, came out yeah, today. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so, a three disc game. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that all those lines are being blurred and yeah. will continue to be blurred. And I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, we've talked about this before, but in 2012, 2013, we don't see a, you know, a near complete move to uh, digital delivery. I do still think that there's always probably going to be a time and a place for the physical copy because people mm-hmm. just like that stuff. So, but, yeah. um, I, I just like that stuff. I think it's brave. Um, I, I think that they're taking a risk. You know, there's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, in this day and age, they still don't hook up their 360s to the internet. Um, but it's true. Uh, you know, and so yeah. they're they're cutting those people out of that, um, <clears throat> you know, th- that opportunity to download the game. Uh, that said, they obviously have the confidence enough to to know that the people that are obviously hooked in, um, they'll be able to be marketed to and see the trailers and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then it'll be right there. I'm I'm sure Alan Wake will be marketed very well <laughs> on the Xbox Live dashboard. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, but I mean, I think it's smart. It's just it's the way it's going. So absolutely, yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, I, I spoke with the Remedy guys um, a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, you know, I obviously asked them, like, why XBLA? That seems strange that you guys would, you know, I mean, this isn't Alan Wake 2, but it's a pretty big game for the franchise, you know, being the second title. <clears throat> so I asked them why they decided to go with Xbox Live Arcade as a distribution system. And it was kind of a matter of, they just wanted to test the waters. They wanted to see if they could. They wanted yeah. to see, you know, kind of kind of test it for themselves. So I guess we'll see. I mean, if the game's a huge runaway success, then I think this could be the start of something. We might see a lot of games adapting this model, a lot of franchises. And maybe a lot of, you know, not not saying that Alan Wake is necessarily one of these, but like a the the real kind of middleware games, the middle of the of the road, they're not they're not, you know, triple A franchise blockbusters with, you know, multi-million dollar budgets behind hmm. them. And they're not, you know, the really small budgeted titles. You know, I mean, it, it seems like that's where the market is. It's really hard to find, you know, those, those you know, second tier titles. It's always like, you know, the, the great big franchise games or the, the really small ones that tend to do well. Like the 99 cents Angry Birds games and that <laughs> kind of thing. Like, th- those are... Those two models are basically what typically what's working these days. So it'll be interesting to see how you know games on demand or XBLA even now with with uh, with Alan Wake could be you know a a big source of income for these titles that frankly don't have the kind of backing that the other ones do. So yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> we will find out soon. So speaking of downloading <clears throat> content on uh, Xbox Live, yes. we had some news today for uh, Gears of War 3 and their yeah. upcoming DLC, correct? That's right. The Phoenix Rising pack. It's a new map pack um, with the return of Escalation, which was a big map from uh, um, Gears of War 1. Yeah. A lot of people loved it. And uh, also another big standout for me was Depth which uh, takes you back to Azura, which is one of my favorite maps from the Horde Command pack. I thought that was a really a kick-ass cool map. map. And it's just a cool like setting from yeah. the campaign, too, that whole area. So it's Absolutely. good to have more of that. And then what they added, too, is like the, the Gears version of Prestige, where once you hit level 100, yeah. you can... Uh, re-up. Re-up. 
yep. and start over again, but you get new weapon skins and like medals that says you've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it said you can do it three times. So yes. it's basically level up to 300 and you'll have <laughs> these pretty badass skins to show for it. There's like exactly. a golden lightning one if you do the 300 I was reading. Mm-hmm. It's a cool addition. Yeah. I'm a long way from 100 really awesome. still, but it makes you feel like you have something to work for. Definitely. That's what's important to have keep on trucking. goals and games to win new skinned weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we get up in the morning. We need we need folks. Uh, a, another chocolate weapon skin. Yeah, chocolate. It needs to be like a chocolate bar this time. It's like what a, I dream a about. skin. Chocolate lancers. Chocolate lancers. Mm. Tasty. <laughs> Sounds amazing. But yeah, um that drops January 17th. It's uh, part of the season pass. Yeah. You can if you have a season pass, you will get it automatically. Yeah. Um if you don't, it's uh 800 Microsoft points. I think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, more maps, more skins. Keep an eye on that, guys. <laughs> Boom. It's going to be rad. So uh yeah, that does it for um actually one thing real quick. Did you guys see that one. Batman trailer? The movie? Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm I I was everyone around me hyped up the first two movies so much. I yeah. saw them after everyone else had seen them. So oh, really? And I really enjoyed them. They're great. But, like, this trailer, it's good, but they're trying to do that thing that Gears of War has done a lot by putting, like, a real, like, mellow song against these really violent events in the background. I don't know if that song was mellow, man. It was kind of crazy. That's like, true. Like, the, the scream chanting going on, like, that was, that was nuts. I mean the opening, anyways. Oh, well, it was okay. the national anthem. Yeah. Well, yeah, the National Anthem opened it up, but then it, like, kind of got That's after <laughs> after uh, Catwoman talks. Spoiler alert. There's, like, a... <gasps> Trailer spoilers. It does, like, a, a little <laughs> chant thing. That's all. I don't know. Are you, are you blown away? Is that what you're getting at? I don't know. Like... I don't know what I, think, I wouldn't say basically. I'm blown away. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. There's a lot of things that I picked out as being super awesome about, about that trailer. Like, yeah. I love Bane. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would, but I really... Tom Hardy is freaking awesome in that trailer as Bane. Um, and there's a lot of like weird little things that I picked up. Like there's a, there's a camo version of the, of the, of the Tumblr yeah. from Batman Begins, which is weird to me because like this takes place eight years later. So why is there still the Tumblr floating around? But it's a camo version. So it's probably not Batman's. Yeah. Why isn't it black? If it's not Batman's <laughs> questions, plus he's, plus he's chasing him in that like hovering Batwing looking thing. Yeah. So man, there's, there's a lot of things going on with that and they blew up Heinz field and which wasn't really Heinzfield. Well, in terms of the movie, it's not Heinzfield. Yeah. It's uh the Gotham Stadium for the Gotham sports team. Yeah, the uh the local team. The Gotham Oh man, what were they called? Uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll it'll come to me. All right, guys. I'm curious to see more. I'll put it yeah. at that. Oh, I'm I'm way excited to see more. <laughs> Going to be standing in line for that movie. Also the really Hobbit trailer. Hobbit trailer. Do you guys hear about the Hobbit at all? Yeah. What that made me remember was, and what I didn't like about the Hobbit more than the other Lord of the Rings books, there's so Mm -hmm. much singing in the Hobbit. So many songs. (laughs) And from that trailer, it looks like they're going to throw them all in the movie. Is the greatest adventure in there? Well, there's two movies. Yeah, exactly. That's why there's there's so many songs they had to split it into two movies. (laughs) If it was just narrative, it'd be one movie. What was uh, Frodo of the Nine Fingers in the Ring of Doom? Is that from Return of the King, the original animated one? Did you remember that song? The song? Yeah. Well, if it's Nine <laughs> Fingers, yeah, he's. Yeah, it's got to be Return of the King. Yeah. But the Greatest Adventure—that's from uh, the Hobbit, from the original <laughs> cartoon version of the Hobbit, yeah. 
which just, is the definitive. I mean, they have a lot to live up to. That original cartoon. I mean, I must have watched that like yeah. at least fifty times <clears throat> when I was a kid. Yeah, I think this trailer was all about like introduction, like who, you know, who, who looks you like people, what, who's coming back, yeah, who's new, all that stuff. I mean, we didn't see any cool, awesome battles or anything. We saw you know a little teaser of Gollum at the end, and exactly. You know what it reminded me of? Huh. That the original Lord of the Rings came out 12 years ago. Good lord. How is that even possible? Did it really? 12? Yeah. I think Peter so. Jeff movie? I think you might be right, actually. The Lord of, well, Holy think about it, because like Elijah Wood, I just wow. saw he turned 30, and did, wasn't he like 18 when he got cast as Oh, Frodo? God. I don't know. I mean, if it wasn't 12, <laughs> it was right around there. But guys, that, I mean, yeah. what happened? Feels so goddamn old. How did that... <laughs> How did that much time go by? Well, if you watch like all the extended editions of those movies, that's like it three to be, four years yeah. right there. <laughs> that's so about, time passes yeah. quickly, you know? Those are terrible, by the way. <laughs> the extended versions? Oh, there's just what? such a time sink. Oh, oh well, yeah. No, but it's a little gratuitous. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, did you say to little girls? No, I said, but they're awesome. Oh, okay. Wait, to little girls? I said it's gratuitous. Maybe oh, you mixed this up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mixed Let's Awesome. Little girls. Weird. It's not little girls? little girls i don't know i'm sorry i'm not hating on lord of the rings but it just (laughs) just wait till we see smog that's what i'm looking forward uh, to smog's gonna be fucking badass i think it was smart for them to take as much time off between the original trilogy and doing something new because i think we all had hobbit fatigue yeah um and maybe that's why i just have a little Mm -hmm. bit of a sour taste in my mouth um regarding the extended cuts because i i do remember being stoked about them i got the first one and i watched it back to back and then I got the second one when it came out because they were sort of timed releases. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I had the great idea of having my friend <laughs> come marathon. over and let's watch the first extended cut <laughs> and then let's watch the second, you know, the two towers extended cut. And oh we literally got done with the Fellowship extended cut and we're like, we are not watching two towers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just took four hours yeah, or whatever it was. Too much. Too, too much. much. 12 years. Too much Hobbits. Too, too many hobbitses. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that does it for our standard talk. Let's move on to some email. Email! There you go. Wait, you know what might be coming out next year that I keep forgetting about? What? Far Cry 3. Far Cry 3. That's right. Just saying. There yeah, There you go. Is it? I, wait, I, what? Far Cry 3 is coming out next yeah, year? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They announced it at they, E3. Yeah, they did. They had a, they had it's a been pretty, quiet ever since. They haven't said a goddamn thing nope, about they it haven't. then. I mean, that's the oh, case man. for a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, sorry, I just remembered that <laughs> when good. I was trying to think of what's coming out next year. Good Give you a good one. I, that's what I mean. They haven't said a word about it since E three. Two what is about, okay. I I got lost way too much into like it was just so <laughs> big. Don't give me don't, so much freedom. Don't get me started on that. Yeah, I mean, and and then if you got ambushed or you decided like while you're bored and driving to like attack a convoy and you die. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, it see, was I didn't have story. to worry about attacking convoys because if they saw me from like three clicks away <laughs> they would chase me down there'd be like a goddamn truck with like 40 guys pouring out of it yeah. like screaming and shooting at me and then the malaria it's like what the hell yeah the malaria you've died of malaria damn malaria <laughs> died of dysentery it's the mombasa trail um but the same thing was um uh true as far as uh games that we heard about from e3 and then haven't heard from since like uh with uh brother brothers in arms, arms. yeah i was thinking of that one too it's four Fe- yeah. So What's I haven't that? heard much yeah. from that. We haven't heard much from Tomb Raider as oh, well. Yeah. That's true. It, it came the out new... with a bang. I mean, they had the, that, big, uh, that big Game Informer cover. 
Well, yeah, and then at E3, then, they, they yeah. opened one of the keynotes, if I recall, I think it was Microsoft, where they had, you know... The whole it, section, yeah. Yeah, and it was very uncharted. <clears throat> it where, is very uncharted. You know, like, she's kind of crouching, and you don't, you're not sure if you're playing or you're watching or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but, yeah, so there's, a, I mean, there's a bunch of games that, even, like, The Devil's Third, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of games that mm-hmm. were announced, and that's very typical. The Star Trek game, and we haven't heard anything from it, you know, lots of these titles. Yeah. Um, since E3, so that that'll be fun. You know, over the course of the next couple months, we'll start to see uh, the gears uh, of PR and marketing start to yeah. click back in, and we'll be getting the emails. Hey, come see my game. Hey, remember me, hey guys? <laughs> That's pretty cool at E3, right? Come check me out. My name's Topher. I'm friends with the guys now. Wait, I got it. Gotham City Rogues. That's the name of the football team. What? Whoa! <laughs> that's the name nice. of the team. Man, you just ruined it. I was going to suggest that we use that as a meta achievement, but that's okay. Oh, name the football player. Yeah, that's okay. Keep going. <laughs> it could be the meta achievement anyway. All right. <laughs> What's a better name? It's a better name. Email. Email. <clears throat> Andrew from San Diego is wondering what some games that his four-year-old son, who was born on Christmas, well, happy birthday coming up, would enjoy on his Xbox 360. Uh, would he enjoy Sesame Street Once Upon a Monster, or would Batman be a better fit? <laughs> Don't buy him Batman. Oh, no, Andrew, you Not silly because man. Batman doesn't rock, because it's an amazing <laughs> game. Um, it's kind of way over a four-year-old's head, I think. It's I probably mean, a, similar to experience, a similar experience to Bruce Wayne seeing his <clears throat> parents killed. Would be like giving your four-year-old Batman. Yeah. Same trauma. Where yeah. to begin? Yeah, Andrew, I would definitely... Say, skip Batman for the little one. Pick it up for yourself. Um, I have three kids. I have a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a three-year-old. For that age, I would definitely recommend... I mean, Once Upon a Monster uh, is definitely a fun game. Once Upon a Monster is awesome. If Disneyland you're talking about great game for If you're talking about Connect games, uh, Gunstringer's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland. Um, but, uh, or Disneyland. Free but hugs. If you want to get into actual <laughs> sort of... Um, gameplay type games, I would recommend either Rayman Origins or any of the Lego games. I would start with just oh, the yeah. first Lego Star Wars. Yeah. I, I Solid used to, games. I used to play that with my son when he was he was probably a little older. It's more like around five. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, same same sort of thing. Uh, if your boy can hold a controller and you know can just do basic sort of uh, button tapping, then he'll be fine. And the Lego games are so much fun. So How, how about a compromise? How about Lego Batman? You I was know what, that. Steven? <laughs> I will say this: the Lego Batman games. I are, love Lego Batman. They're a little bit more confusing. So as long really? as you're cool with, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a little bit more um, advanced puzzle solving. And hmm. when I say that, I say that very loosely. But for a four year old, um, it might be a little bit more of a challenge. And I would probably say start with Star Wars, but work up towards uh, Batman. Okay. Um, but you're right; that is a fantastic compromise. I love it. Happy birthday to your son in a few days. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Good question, Andrew. Tell him, tell him the locksmith say happy birthday. Yeah, and he'll be. I'm four. I don't know what that means. Tell him that that, <laughs> that we, means nothing to me. Yeah, oh no, they're on the podcast I listen to. Once again, I'm four years old. <laughs> podcast, I, four, I don't know what you're talking about. Tell him you said hobby brother. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, not this Peter, but what? other Peter. I actually mailed it. <clears throat> I had a question for you, you guys. No. Well, then we're going to answer it. I'm not going to take this away from other Peter. <laughs> Hello, guys. While thinking about the next Xbox, I started thinking about the probable need for more storage space, disk-wise. Um, do you think that they will move to Blu-ray, they being Microsoft, for ec- the extra capacity or find another way around Sony's or licensing Sony's media? 
I think the answer we've all been <clears throat> kind of touching on and talking about here and there is that I, I think we all expect a shift to cloud gaming. Yeah. Um, like, OnLive has proven that it works, even if it's not for everybody in the complete libraries aren't there but like mm-hmm. we all saw that on ipad the other week and it looks fantastic it's amazing what you can do with that oh yeah um so i don't know if it's even going to be an issue of dealing with a new format i mean there's got to be something the new games have ha- have to be bigger we're assuming right yeah like just to deal with bigger tech but i, I think it's definitely going to be a move to uh, coming from the cloud yeah we're gonna we're gonna definitely see a lot of that a lot of uh, digital distribution and uh use on hard drives um, and just what you can store on your own system, and whether or not that includes like some sort of you know cache that you have on your hard drive for streaming stuff mm-hmm. that you're you know playing in the on live method you know for better performance um, but in terms of blu ray no, I definitely do not see Microsoft doing that they uh you know they, you remember like a, a few years ago back when h d dVD was kind of tanking and they, everyone was wondering if Microsoft was going to go with some form of Blu-ray disc drive to play Blu-ray movies, and that turned out to be just a big flash in the pan. So I I don't see Blu-ray being in Microsoft's future. Now, for the record, Stephen Hopper still has an HDD uh, <laughs> HD DVD uh, DVD hooked up. It's hooked up. That's uh, even better. In his entertainment center at his house. So if he wants to watch King Kong on HD DVD, he can, which is here's, here's really scary. Why. That has been getting used lately because my girlfriend and I, I am finally getting her into Battlestar Galactica. And I have season one on HD DVD. <laughs> so it's on. scary. But I, that's happening. I would say uh, that Microsoft would sooner, uh, you know, like, I don't even know what they would do. Fill in the cliche <laughs> over my dead body type of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, part of it I think too is going to be based on when the actual consoles come out. If it's any time within the next year or two, I would say one hundred percent no. If we were actually to get into three, four, five years farther away from the original launch of the Blu-ray and the PS3, and if Blu-ray actually becomes the dedicated um, media delivery me- medium for actual physical media, mm-hmm. um, and we stop seeing you know DVDs and it just becomes Blu-rays, then I could see it actually happening. But right now, I think the wound's still a little too fresh for Microsoft's pride. Yeah, and you know, even even if they don't use DVDs, which they they, they might still or they might not. Or bas- basically, La Noire's two is coming on six discs. <laughs> But I mean, well, there, it, I think the twice bigger, as many faces. <laughs> I think the bigger question here to ask is when will DVDs be phased out? Because DVDs are essentially becoming what CDs used to be like. Yeah. I mean, if you remember, like all games used to be delivered on CD-ROMs, and right. so now we have DVDs which have higher <clears throat> capacity, but Blu-rays burn those obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the big question is when will Blu-ray become the proprietary sort of uh, disc media for everything? I don't think it ever will. No. I mean, you, you look at what they're doing with a lot of Blu-ray movies. It's like they're hedging their bets because almost every single Blu-ray that comes out these days has digital copy or ultraviolet yep. copy or, or whatever. edition alongside it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they're, they're really trying to, you know, hit the, the digital market at the same time. And I just don't see a lot of... Uh, I mean, I love Blu-ray and I'd like to see Blu-ray succeed. I have a shitload of Blu-rays. <laughs> um, even more Blu-rays than I have HD DVDs, Mr. Lynch. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think it's bad that somebody had HD DVDs, but it's funny that you still have them and that you have the players <laughs> hooked still up. hooked That's up. That's the best part so of I all. So I can 
because I have. You've uh, been waiting for her to get funny. into Battlestar Galactica Steven, for not, five years. I'm not hating. I'm, I'm just making an observation that I think's uh, amazing. So it still works, and it was probably one of the better fifty bucks that I ever spent in my life. Was and and listeners, it's sitting right next to his eight track player. <laughs> oh so. my god! I wish I had one of those. That'd be amazing, right? That'd be rock. That'd did you, be did awesome. you guys actually ever have eight track players? No. Oh, so I never we, did. We had one. The great the greatest thing about eight track players is when it switched tracks, which there were. There were four um, that you would switch between. Um, the volume would go down. So it would be in the middle of a song. And at our house, it would be like Electrical Light Orchestra or Captain and Tennille or some stupid <clears> thing because I'm old. But um, <laughs> the music would be like, you know. That's the way you listen to music back then. That's awesome. Anyways. Should, they should have figured out a way to work that into the songs. I don't know. That's how I, I remember some songs. Wow. wow. Why is it not fading out? That's crazy. This <laughs> iTunes version is stupid. Listen on the radio. Man, you got it messed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, hopefully that uh, answers your question. Peter. Other Peter. Other Peter. Not this Peter. Peter, too. It answered my silent question, too, which was very similar to this one. Great. Good to know. Um, Andrew. Other Andrew. Not previous Andrew. Man, there's a lot of doubling up. Uh, would like to know who would win in a fight, Batman or Ezio Auditore? First, without weapons and gadgets, and then with them. Batman and Batman. Batman and there Batman. Was a, yeah, there's there's a no scene way. or a part in um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <clears throat> I think there was an achievement for it, where you go into the Mercenaries Guild and you get into like fist fight boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ezio just gets his ass handed to him. Like If you don't know exactly what you're doing. But like look at Batman. He can take on like... A dozen thugs at He's once. He's in peak physical condition. Exactly. Well, and let's He's trained in myriad yeah. martial arts. And let's he not... doesn't need gadgets to beat living snot out of Ezio Auditore. Yeah, and let's not forget at the beginning of Arkham City, <clears throat> he displays his prowess uh, uh, sans gadgets and without yeah. his cape and without his outfit and in fact he's bound um and he still manages still to kick in some serious ass destroy yeah. inmates with bats yes so take kick that Ezio. yeah and even <laughs> with weapons you throw that hidden blade into the mix like but batman has the suits you know it's gonna deflect He'll some break of that. that hidden blade exactly where are you yeah, yeah where duh. are you then auditore plus batman's american <clears throat> and you're not going to sneak up on batman because he's got just the same stealth that Ezio does really when it comes down to it now what sneak up on batman that's just him being really good at sneaking up on you yeah exactly now what he didn't consider now i still think batman would win um but what about if uh called in some assassins and he had like you know a mob hit batman would run a train same thing yeah it's like when the joker points and sends a bunch of goons out same thing yeah He'll beat down. He'll tear it up. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying. I was just, uh, just no, filling good in the blank here, <laughs> exactly. Andrew, all right? It's Batman. Yeah. It's freaking Batman. <laughs> and he would also like to know if there's any more news on Prey 2 and what are our feelings on the game. Another game that kind of went silent. Yep. Yeah. So the last we saw Prey 2 was the um, first E3 demo. And yeah. um, we had that here in office about two months ago. Um, and we've been talking with Bethesda, and we have some stuff in the works that we can't talk about right now, but we're going to be showing the game um, sometime here soon. Yeah. Uh, but it's still in development by Human Head, and um, mm-hmm. I, there's no release date right now. Um, but that's another perfect example exactly. of a huge game that uh, could come 2012. Do you think could so? come in 2013. I Is mean, goodness. Is it a 2012 game? Uh, you know, I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to say. Um, 
if I were placing my bet on human head, then I would say, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If I was placing my bet on the track record of the Prey franchise, <laughs> then I would say it's anybody's guess. But in 2015. Um, human head obviously ob- weren't involved with the development of Prey um, yeah. until the, the latter part where they actually, f- you know, finished the game. Right. Um, right. So 3D Realms is not involved in any way with Prey 2. So mm-hmm. I would say the chances are better for it to be finished and finished soon. My money's Sooner on November 2012. You think so? Yeah. Man. I, I think just it's coming. Think, well, yeah. I think we're going to get another big November of games. Oh, well, I think, I'm sure that we're going to yeah, get that absolutely. regardless of whether or not Prey comes. But I mean, by. the ones we're talking about that we're unsure about, I think they're all going to get dropped in our laps. I think Human Head is going to be on track to release the game, but I just don't see it being a fall game. I think this is the kind of game that will be slotted for Q1 2013. I could also see it being a summer game. I mean, didn't yeah, the original Prey come out in August? Uh, not August, uh, I think. But it wasn't. I don't remember. It, wasn't, it was like June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was definitely it was summer. a summer game. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I will say from what we've seen, uh, both at the trade shows and then here in the office, it it's a dramatic, <clears throat> shockingly crisp-looking game. It's I true. Mean, yeah, it, it looks great. looks fantastic. I was great. not expecting what we saw. Great in use a good way. of lens flare. J.J. Abrams would be proud. <laughs> it, it, it's a really good-looking game. So that said, awesome. we, we haven't really seen much more than um, uh, what we've reported on already. So we're looking forward to seeing more. Definitely. And Jack has a question. He has a little over 26,000 gamer score. Is this good? Also, is there a way to translate gamer score to PSN trophies just to see what I would be on my PlayStation 3? Thanks. Well, 26,000, I don't think that's shabby. I, I think, think that's, that's a pretty good score. Yeah, I mean... It's a real solid score. Yeah, that's res- respectable. I mean, there Goodness. are a lot of people with, like, you know, d- crazy astronomical scores. 600,000 like, plus. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I forget his name, but... <laughs> just that one guy. He writes Stallion in achievements. 83. Yeah, Stallion 83. Yeah. He's the, he's the one. I mean, where where are you at, Pete? You're I'm at like, about like thirty five. Yeah, almost. I'm about to hit thirty five. You're thirty five. I, I think I just got to thirty three. Yeah, I mean, we're close. Yeah, it's. I, I think twenty six is is. I think solid. if you're like a casual gamer, you're not going to break ten thousand very quickly. Right. So I mean, you're obviously on your way. I'm sure maybe you've hundred percent in your first game, maybe two games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've only done it to three or four. So <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. And in terms of your other question, uh, this one's a little more difficult. Yeah. Um, doing some digging on the internet, I found a website called trophycalculator.com, which translates your trophies into gamer score. But I haven't been able to find anything that works the other way around, converting gamer score to PSN trophies. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the problem with it is on the back end, Sony um, assigns a number value to each one of their trophies, but it's fixed. So, like, for instance, a bronze trophy is 5 points, a silver is 10, gold 30, and platinum 60. Now, mm-hmm. you could try and do some sort of matchup with that uh, with achievements, but the problem is, is achievements are so random. and. Yeah. Uh, just sort of mishmash, and there's yeah. achi- there's tons of achievements for ten. There's tons of achievements for twenty five, for fifty. But then, I mean, you've got achievements for a hundred, a hundred and fifty, right? Um, and, and more. So it's wait. Ha- have you guys ever gotten a trophy for zero, or not a trophy, an, an, achievement? an achievement for oh, yeah. zero? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like, I think that there's a um, a one point. I mean, there's lots of one point achievements. But I remember, yeah. I think the first one that I found was in Cloning Clyde. 
And I just remember thinking, what the hell did you just do to my gamer score? You ruined it. And for the longest time, I was carrying around odd numbers in my gamer score. And I just, I was like, this is unacceptable. I think DJ Hero yeah. 2 did the same thing with like a three-point achievement. Oh, man. And yeah. I remember right before what Super Meat that? Boy came out, the Team Meat guys were tweeting like, what do you guys want us to do with achievements? You want us to mess it all up? Like, screw it up like a seven-point and a two-point and like all this no. stuff that was totally uneven. It's terrible. Pretty amazing. Yeah. They I, didn't I, in the end. I, I got mine... Um, uh, back into even numbers, though. Rock Band has a four-point achievement. There you go. I remember yeah. when I, I passed just over 33,000. I had 33,334. One that? off the perfect number. It's so weird. But even to get that perfect number, it would have had been a screwy achievement to get there. Yeah. yeah. We, should but, do, yeah. we should do a story on uh, top five achievements to um, fix your gamer score with. <laughs> there you go. Like, if you've got odd numbers... <laughs> that's, a gr- that's a great idea, actually. Oh, man, that'll, that'll take some research. Um, you just have to find the one, two, three, and four-point achievements. That's right. Hilarious. <laughs> but for developers that make uh, achievements for one point or... Th- I mean, okay, ha-ha, there's, there's achievements that are zero points, but one point, that just messes everything up. Yeah. And nobody... That sucks. Nobody likes jerks, and obviously yeah. developers that do that are big babies, and they need to, like, really look at themselves in the mirror and say why am i messing people's gamer scores are they on notice they are so on oh my gosh can they get lynched i think that they should just get lynched (laughs) all right let's just say it right awesome um i'm sorry it's been two weeks i forgot about (laughs) (laughs) developers odd number achievements suck all right guys um that does it for our emails um let's move on to some rapid fire mbks all right we gotta hammer these out we're running a little long so let's Bam! Heather would like to know, Forza F1 2011 or Gran Turismo 5? Mary Boff, kill go. Mary Forza Boff, Gran Turismo, kill F1. I'm going to marry Forza Boff F1 and kill Gran Turismo. Just I, to kill Gran Turismo. I hate Gran Turismo so much. <laughs> uh, but I hate F1 even more, so I'm yeah, going to marry Gran Turismo, I'm going to boff Forza, oh. and I'm going to kill F1. Gran Turismo? Yeah, because Gran Turismo is always there and it's faithful. Forza is so pretty. I'm gonna boff it. Gran Turismo it's is true. a piece of shit. But yeah, but you leave a piece of shit on the sidewalk. It's always you know gonna what? be there. But it's not <laughs> F1, right? I, yeah. You know what? I agree with you. This is a, this is. But that's the nature of MBKs. Exactly. Like we're just yeah. put in positions. You got to make suck. tough choices. All right, Steven. So I get, it. Make I get the hard, it. I get it. Make the hard choice. Hey, here's another hard choice for you. Andrew would like to know, Locust from Gears of War, Darkspawn from Dragon Age, or Husks from Mass Effect? Mary Boff, kill go. Mary Husks. Uh, <laughs> boff the Locust, because that queen looks pretty human, you know? Mm. Uh, kill the Darkspawn, because they're just <laughs> evil. There you go. Yeah, I would um, I would say the exact same thing. Definitely kill the Darkspawn, because anything related to Dragon Age <laughs> should die. <laughs> it's the die. Ooh. I would uh, marry the Darkspawn because you know they're they're always going to be there around there, and uh, you get that blood in you. You're a you're a Grey Warden. It's true. I don't even know what that means. You don't. <laughs> you don't, and it's, it's a gray your warden. loss. And I don't care. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you'd be Dragonborn. Dragon? Well, that's no. not even on here. I know, but I was, that was still <laughs> a joke. It's, all right. Maybe I would have voted for Darkspawn, but then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go. Oh. None of that. Uh, boff husks, because they used to be human. Actually, I don't know if that makes it worse. It might. If they used to be human at one point, so I'd boff them. All right. Never mind. Um, and kill Locust, because who doesn't love killing Locust? Curb stomping those sons of bitches? It's great. All it's right. Good stuff. I'll take it. 
Okay, Ross has two breakfast-related MBKs. Oh, man, don't make oh me God. choose. Pancakes, waffles, French toast, Mary Boff, kill go. I'm going to marry pancakes, Boff, French toast, <clears throat> kill waffles. Oh, oh my what? God. I'm going to marry waffles because I love waffles. Duh. I love pancakes. Boff, French toast. It's good, on, oh. it's good at times. And kill pancakes. I've never been a pancake guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say that. Do pars down in Los Angeles makes a fucking mean pancake. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to marry waffles. I'm going to boff French toast because it's so buttery. And pancakes are just, everybody makes Depends pancakes. where you get them. Run of the mill. Depends. Another Dead. one for you guys. <laughs> Another breakfast really one for you guys. I actually can't weigh on this one because I, I don't eat pork. But uh, bacon, sausage, ham, slash Canadian bacon, marry boff, kill go. Oh, man. Uh, marry bacon, boff sausage, uh, kill ham. Kill Canadian bacon. Same. Same? Yep. Yeah. Well, and you, you come on, dude! You, you've eaten bacon before. It's all right. Like, fine. I would marry sausage because it's all right. <laughs> kind of gross. <laughs> Whatever. Pork, pork, or pork. Um, <laughs> boff, boff ham and kill bacon. What? Oh my god! You're even, just, even, 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 even when I did, that American just goes to show you a very low experience with pork products. <laughs> I guess so. Lame. All right. Ben would like to know original Laura cloth cloth. Original Laura Croft, my my apologies. Uh, Angelina Jolie, Laura Croft, or reboot Laura Croft. Mary Boff Kilgo. Um, it's Mary the reboot. Boff Angelina Jolie. <laughs> kill the original. Oh God, no! I would marry the reboot because she seems sort of down to earth. Definitely boff the original. I mean, dude, the. Never mind. Or you can say that. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're going to say. And then Angelina <laughs> Jolie is so obnoxious. Like, uh, just let's kill her off. But that, okay. No. I would marry <laughs> reboot Laura Croft for the same reasons that you said. She's yep. kind of down to earth. She looks, yeah. she knows how to patch up a wound. She's, she's got to take good, care of herself. She's got good birthing hips. Boff Angelina Jolie, Laura oh, Croft. Because no. of the three Laura Crofts on this list, yeah. she's the only human one. <laughs> but is she? Uh, for, oh. for this purpose, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and kill original Laura Croft. Those triangle boobs is just... That's frightening. I think, I think the word you're looking for is amazing. <laughs> oh, just scary, though. All right, Will has probably my favorite MBK of all time. Saved by the Bell, MBK. Lisa Marie Turtle, Jesse Spinazzo, and Kelly Kapowski. Mary Boff, kill go. Um, I guess we're going to marry Kelly Kapowski, <clears throat> Boff, Jessica Myrtle Spano, and kill the turtle. Because I can't think of who that is. <laughs> It's Lisa. It's Lisa Turtle. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll marry Kapowski, even though she's got tremendous sex appeal in the show. But uh, we're definitely going to boff Jesse because of her turn in Showgirls. <laughs> and then, but that that scene was so weird the in pool the pool. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's just kill it's anything awkward. that's related to turtles. So, oh, <laughs> oh, I see where two down the line's going. Then I'm going to marry Turtle because she needs some love too. She's cute too, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, boff Kelly Kapowski for obvious re- reasons. It's mm-hmm. Kelly Kapowski. And kill Jesse. I mean. Man. Brutal. I don't know. I just never. You're I, I just never got scene. into her. The, the pool scene, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just never got into her on the show. Like, she's too whiny. and She was a little unsavory. She's mean to Slater. Like, all the time. They right. had this, like, will they, won't they thing. And but that was part of the show. I guess. All right. Keep going. Okay. G.I. Joe. Alpine. Barbecue. Bazooka. Mary Boff. Kill go. Jesus. Let's uh, marry barbecue because of how, just how literal that is. Uh, Boff, Bazooka, and Kill Alpine. Um, these are like, I think these are the second generation G.I. Joe guys, so I don't know them quite as well. Barbecue's the flamethrower guy, right? Uh, barbecue had the helmet on. 
the helmet. There were so many guys well, with helmets. Okay, like he wore a face mask helmet. Like a he looked snake like Darth Vader, helmet, but like kind of, but red. Uh, it was here like, with original Joe's dark I, gray. All right, I'll say like, I'll marry barbecue. Um, I don't really want to boff any of these dudes, so <laughs> I'll just um, say boff I'll be bazooka. Yes, I'll, that's I'll sweet give porn bazooka stash. a high porn five. Stash. And then um, <laughs> we'll kill off Alpine because he's just a snow job impersonator. Ooh, snap. Uh, I'm going to marry Barbecue, um, boff Bazooka, and kill Alpine. All right. Yeah. And I think that's what Casey just said. Yep. All right. DeAndre would like to know Blastoise? Blastoy? Blastoise. Blastoise. <laughs> These are Pokemon. <laughs> I know they're. I, I know they're Pokemon. Come on. Pokemon. A Venusaur and Charizard. 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 Fuck. Charizard. Mary Buff Kilgo. Let's marry Blastoise. So they, on the heftier size, knows how to make a meal, probably. <clears throat> knows how to eat a meal. Mm. For sure. Uh, Buff Charizard. Be hot. And kill Venusaur. Oh, man. Because wow. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Venusaur's the, the thing with the big flower on its back. So I would say marry Venusaur because okay. he can just bring his own flowers. Um, definitely Buff Charizard. Super hot lizard action. And then kill off Blastoise. Because he's oh, wow. he's no Bulbasaur. Ooh, snap. Oh. I'm going to agree with Casey. Damn. Thank you, did. Now, if Squirtle was on this list, it would be completely different. <laughs> but let's keep going. Changes everything. Oh, that's <laughs> Blake would like to know Bulletstorm, Homefront, or Resistance 3? Oh, Mary Boff, kill, go. Uh, it's Mary, Resistance 3. <clears throat> Boff, Bulletstorm, kill Homefront. Hmm. Same. I'm going to uh, Mary, Bulletstorm, Boff, Homefront, and kill Resistance 3. What? That, that series is just pissed me off for the last time says the guy who didn't play resistance 3 i know i like i like what i played resistance i played one and two all the way to the finish and by the time i was done with each one i was effing done let me say it again says the guy who didn't play (laughs) resistance 3 whatever it's dead to me that's that it's dead to me that whole series is dead to me all right that does it for that does it for our mbks and our questions and answer period if you have any more questions or mbks or you just want to shoot the shit uh, go ahead and send us a message at unlocked at IGN.com. Remember to keep your suggestions slash emails slash questions short and sweet so we can get to them on the air. It's been good lately. You guys have done well out there. Those yeah. Short questions. Get you guys are point. rocking it. Woo. You guys are doing awesome. Uh, conversely, you can hit us up on Twitter at unlocked at PIKmans at lynchtacular <clears throat> at IGN and myself at Steven underscore Hopper. Our Joe Danger winner who got the code for Joe Danger oh, yes. was Chris Chafin. Who uh, won with a score of over fifty-eight million? In that first yeah, that's level. Good work, Chris. Fifty-eight million. Fifty-eight yeah. million in that Steve level. Steve and I are what, like thirteen and fourteen million, yeah, something like we're, that. We're we're way so basically, behind. Chris, you've got a target on your back. Yeah, the the challenge is on. It's on. We're gonna do that. You guys are never gonna get that. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're awesome, guys. Let's that's die. a great score. Congratulations. And our meta achievement for the holiday break. Since we're going to take a week off. Yeah. All right. Um, tell yeah, us the name of the football team. In- <laughs> Just no, how, how about how about we do something that's related to best of 2011? Yeah. What's your game of the year? Yeah. Tell us your game of the year. Your and why. favorite game of the year. And, and why. why. Yes. Yep. For and 20 points? Sure. Yeah. 20 works. That's a uh, silver trophy in PlayStation <laughs> Speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's not. That's a, uh, that's a gold, is it? 
Oh no, that's two silvers. There you go. Oh, there we go. That makes sense. <laughs> Silver and All right, guys. Gold. So the challenge is on. Uh, thank you, Locksmiths, for joining me on this podcast. Thank you, listeners, for listening to this podcast. And since we're not going to see you until after our break, oh man. Happy holidays, and you all be safe out there, and have a great holidays, and uh, have fun with your families. And we love you all very much. We do. Bleep, bloop, bloop. Send me an angel. Send me an angel right now. Right now. Do you remember that? What, what was that movie? Date with an angel. Uh, date rape with an angel. What? That's know. a whole other movie. No, that's terrible. Um, but no, you remember the movie Date with an Angel? It was like an eighties movie. Far away from the wow, you're in you're in angel mode. Do you, do you carol during the holidays? No. Do you take the kids out? He and just, just sings door about to door? angels nonstop. Breaks out the Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. People are singing like "Deck the Halls," and he's just sitting there screaming, "Send me an angel." <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry.